My, my mom uh, doesn't recycle. I asked her why. She's like, Habibti, America destroyed my country. <laughs> so I will not help oh, yeah. save theirs. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's environmental terrorism. If you ever see litter on the freeway, just know. It was my Iraqi mom. Just like, oh, bombs over Baghdad? Okay. How about straws over Seattle? How about that one? Like, <laughs> how about cans over Colorado? I was like, <laughs> That's funny. I cannot believe. Just another terrorist joke. Well, um, I've gone viral in Baghdad, and now I have all of the fobs. Like, what is this whore? Oh she, America <laughs> and Iraq, the occupier. I'm like, relax, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Somebody really? commented, he's like, oh, you are obviously one of Saddam's spies. I'm like, really, bitch? <laughs> yeah. Like, you think this was? They're yeah, like, we yeah, will yeah. make her a comedian in America. Look the fuck out here, man. <laughs> a really smart. Yourself, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We will let you live in America but you will be a clown <laughs> <laughs> they will not know you are Arab but right? also maybe Mexican we don't know. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to be an actress but that was the first thing when they're like Habibti you know, actress is malsharamiyat um, that's for whores so I'm like, man Iraqis are honest my uncle once or he asked me he's like you know you live in America the land of opportunity what's your dream I was like, to be an actress. He said, change your dream. That's a true thing that happened. He's like, no, it's not. I was like, no, it is. He's like, no, it's not. I was like, it's not. Saddam called it off. Yeah, yeah. This is not she will not be the clown. Yeah. Terrible yeah. <laughs> incel. So, or sorry, sleeper cell. So, I said incel. It's like five years in LA. I was working in marketing at like Disney and Paramount and STX. Yeah. And so then they were like on board because people knew those brands. Like my uncles were like, oh, he works at Disney. Okay. Nice. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. but then I got miserable. I was like, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I was working, um, I was attending red carpets, which was cool mm. for like, you know, the first couple of years. You're like, oh, I'm at the yeah. Avengers premiere. This is amazing. I'm yeah. living my dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I got to a point where I was like, man, I'm just the help. You go at back the to the office. To yeah. Well, no, I was, it was, I was standing on like a red carpet and I was like, wow, like, they're actually living yeah, my dream. Yeah. I'm just too afraid to admit it. After doing a bunch of meditation classes, realized I wanted to do stand-up. Okay, so now I started doing stand-up. So I mm -hmm. snuck under the radar because it was just yeah. a hobby. But then it got to a point where like, it wasn't, I was like, I want to do this. And they're like, no. And they're, they had the sibling talk, like talk to your sister. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, tell her not, not to do it. sibling intervention. Oh, yeah, yeah, sibling intervention. What are you doing? Like yeah. you're mm -hmm. the straight A kid. Like you got into Harvard. What are you doing? Right. Uh, you're just going to throw it all away. And I was like, I- You got into Harvard? I did, I got waitlisted and so I got in, but right. did I get in? Right. It's like my first year of doing stand-up, I like got flown out to London, like I hit it off big immediately. Getting booked to perform in the Middle East, getting booked to go to Palestine, getting booked, it was always like, okay. Oh. Never good enough. And then TikTok came into the picture. Now, I started putting my dad in my videos. I was like, just be in it real quick. Mm -hmm. And then once he started blowing up and getting like recognized and uh, stuff, then all of a sudden he was like, <laughs> no, it's cool. I'm pretty redundant. And I was like, oh shit, cause you weren't last year. What's, yeah, up? What's, yeah. up? What's up? Long story short, the coupon code is, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'll do. Why would you throw these away? You have another birthday coming up next year. Oh, this? This is my bag of bags. You never know when you're going to need one. For lunch, trash, transporting food internationally. Excuse me, why was this in the trash? You can fill it up and use it again. to be here. My name is Reem Idan, um, not to be confused with Ramadan. I've always hated every haircut I've ever gotten. Yeah, me too. Huh? That's what I did, but it looks like, you know, 
the in between stages. And then I grew it out and then I got like this audition for like this guy and it says short hair. And I was like, I wasn't gonna cut my hair. Let me just cut it now. Did you get the part? I just I sent it to the audition in today. So nice. I'll update you guys. Inshallah. I think Inshallah. you do look better with longer, longer hair. I mean you look Yeah, good. but Hollywood though, like you what? know. What's wrong with long hair? I just feel like right like if I I get a lot of Middle Eastern opportunities, right? And like they they see a Middle Eastern person as a specific way, like they're not used to long-haired Middle Eastern people, to be and honest. That's why we're here, to change that narrative. No. Well, what about Jesus? you got to get in the door we first. <laughs> we are getting the door. <laughs> we're we're actually building our, no, our new door. So. Facts. Um, what about Jesus? He had long hair. He had long hair. Middle Eastern. They just want you to look violent, and apparently we yeah, all should. So yeah, I, yeah. Think I look too friendly. Look past yeah. it. So, so here's the thing about Jesus. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> Jesus. Could you wear a turban? Like, what? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, hijab, I mean, hijab. Yeah. Like, uh, no, historically accurate Jesus, if you see the photo. He doesn't have long hair. What do you mean brown. the photo? Who had a photo? Like yeah. a, like a re- yeah, the like photo. A, <laughs> like photo. A, when no you, when photo. you Google it and yeah. they have like a render. I'm glad have, she's here. You haven't seen the photo? <laughs> yeah. They so have a rendering. Tete, she had a photo up. No, she didn't. He's like, every hit in the world was Arabic music. I'm going to look it up. Remember that? No, but that's, yeah, Jesus does not look like that. He's not like an Abercrombie model. That's what I'm saying. I mean, for sure not. He's a he, he's, he's an Arab, Arab crumbly yeah. model. Oh, I mean, he probably doesn't look too different than 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 than, than the homies. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he probably looks like you, bro. Like, I think you probably <laughs> look like Jesus. Yo, take your glasses off. Okay, just like a really cool rock star. I mean, you're from where yeah. you're from. Where he's She's from? Um, yeah, I tell people when they're like, "You look like Jesus." I'm like, "Well, you know, Jesus was Palestinian, so it's mm-hmm. probably not too far." The this is. Yep. What do they respond after that? Um, depending on their political views, it'll, it'll, the expressions will vary. Oh, well, that's complicated. Yeah, right. I mean, right. He was born in... Uh, I said he's not conventionally attractive. He's not, like, that good-looking. He's not the guy that you see on the glass, the, the stained glass windows. Not conventionally and stuff. attractive? What is really? He looks like a homo uh, uh, erectus or some shit. A homo what? <laughs> like um, one of the Neanderthal. Interesting. Uh, How do they know that? I don't think that's him, they to just, be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have? That's not my homie, Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> White Jesus. What's up, guys? We're here at the Habibi House podcast, and we have a very, very special guest in the building today. Very, 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 Go. very, very, very oh. special guest oh. because oh. she is our first uh, female comedian and only our second female so far on the show. <laughs> yes. No, that was half-ass. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The Zagruta. Yeah. Um, we call it Hel-Heling. Okay. Wait, that's it. That's Hel Hel-Heling. Araglish. Arabizi. Arabizi, yeah. So uh, in Iraq, you call it Hel Heling? Yeah, it's Hel Okay. Yeah. And Reem Idan is our guest's name, and you're Iraqi, right? I am, 100%. First Amazing. Iraqi. Shakumaku. Yeah. Oh my God, we're just breaking barriers yeah. here, guys. Shakumaku, Oh, I love I love the Iraqi dialect. To be honest, I grew up around a lot a lot of Iraqis. You did? Where'd you grow up? Dearborn, Michigan. Nice, nice. A lot of Iraqis, Yemenis, and Lebanese people. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, I've been to Dearborn a bunch. All the Palestinians. You guys have too, the best rice. The best rice. Really, I think. I think Palestinian and Lebanese food is the best food. But our rice is like so bland. Really? I feel like Lebanese rice I mean, it's is good. so soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, but I like the spiciness of oh. the, you know, the Iraqi. You guys make it spicy, the rice? I don't know if we make it spicy. Well, like it's like got more spices in there. More it's like, like yellow. yellow rice? Don't you guys have the we yellow rice? We have like timen. First, we call rice timen. Okay. okay. 
and then marga. Do you guys have marga? Do you call it that? Marga, like marga deljaj. Yeah, yeah, it's like marga, the, like the sauce you put over it. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think it's like spicy, like mendi or biryani or anything. I feel like that's the Gulf. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm not I sure. Know. The Iraqis, I know. I don't think kebab is good though. It's like very. It's oh, so oily. True. It that's like true. falls apart, but it's good. Yeah, yeah. You guys are known for the kebab. Yeah. We're all known for the kebab, let's be real. That's true. Yeah, that's everybody true. wants the kebab. Even at Persian restaurants, I'm like, oh, kebab. Okay. Right. We all yeah. have the kebab, same thing. Kebab. Yeah. yeah. They have a funny accent. It's funny how they spell it sometimes. Kebab. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You guys see that Key and Peel skit? He's like, you eat the chivapi. Over here, we have the kebabi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sons of mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Macedonian verse is like the. Whatever. So, how's the, how's the comedy scene going these days? Oh, uh, it's good. It's good. I feel like I was just talking with someone about this because I've been doing comedy since 2016. Mm. So when people ask me like how long I've been doing comedy, it's hard to answer that because I could either count all the years, but we took a couple years off for COVID. So mm -hmm. like 2020, I don't think I really performed. And then 2021, it was kind of like on and off because um, sometimes I'd have to wear a mask or sometimes people would have to wear a mask if they came to my shows or like separates. So it was like, eh. But now everything like COVID's over, everything is back to normal. It's uh, it's good. It's fun. I love it. You travel you. a lot with it. I do. I've performed uh, in nine countries, including Palestine. Wow. Uh, and uh, when, when was that? That was in 2018. I want to say maybe 29. I think it was 2018. How was it? It was great. Oh my god, that was my favorite place to perform, <laughs> like by far, by far. Um, in 2018, you were in Palestine. I think so. Yeah, I think it was 2018. Yeah, I went to um, we. I think to Ramallah, Bethlehem, and uh, Jerusalem. Nice. So that was a whole tour you did? The whole tour, yeah. It was like the 1001 Laughs, I think. Okay. Um, this was BC, right? BC, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, before COVID? Before COVID. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say before Khara. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it was before, <laughs> before the Khara that hit too. the fan. Uh, we'll throw these back on. No, I've done a bunch of places. I think my favorite places were Palestine. Dubai, I do um, every year that they have me. So I've been there three times. And then um, I've even done like Japan. Which is cool. That was part of the reason I started doing Japan. comedy. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I just wanted to travel, dude. I used yeah. to have a, a corporate job, and just um, I worked at a movie studio. But I worked the last one that I worked at um, was this place called STX, and it was like STX. in a tower okay. in Burbank. And I remember just like sitting in the tower, staring out the window, and I could see Universal Studios, and I was like, man, I'm like fucking wasting my life, just <laughs> yeah. like in this literal steel tower. And I want to just like go outside and like travel for work and things like that. So. Once I started doing comedy, I was like, oh, this is the way I can do it. Yeah. And that kind of, I mean, there's other reasons too. You were living where at the time you said, sorry? LA. I've been in LA You've for 10 years. LA. Yeah. Okay. So I moved out. I'm originally from Colorado. Both okay. my parents are Iraqi, but I was born in Colorado. So are my other siblings. And uh, I moved out here. Like Halat, our friend Halat. Our friend is, uh, <gasps> is uh, he's Kurdish. He's Kurdish. Kurdish. From, Colorado? from Colorado? From Colorado. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy because you were like, oh, yeah, I grew up around a lot of Iraqis and stuff. And I was like, I grew up around white people. That's it. Like, oh, that's, really? Yeah. There was no, I mean, there were a few families, but I, don't, I only think we knew one Iraqi family, to be honest. How did you guys end up in Colorado? Uh, my dad was a student there. Oh, okay. Scholarship. Mm -hmm. And so and he ended up teaching there. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, um, our friend Halat is like the most Kurdish looking man there is. Really? It's funny because he's a barber, but he like looks like and he's never had a haircut in his that's life. That's <laughs> funny. He's a barber and his name is Halat. Yeah. What's like, Halat? Oh, like Halat. 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 Oh, that's hilarious. Literally. It's crazy. And he cuts for like big time people. Like he cut Chris Brown and like. Oh, that's badass. He's a celeb barber, like basketball. Yeah. But uh, it's funny. One time we were at, at Chris's house. Liana was there. The thing you were talking about. And uh, he was like. This guy's never had cereal. Oh, uh, never had a pancake. Ever? Never had a pancake. Why? He's just, he was uh, raised in his 
community only eating kebabs. His mom just <laughs> <laughs> his mom just made him agar. He's like, I have a pita with lebanese and like cucumbers and tomatoes. Like that's, that's our cool. breakfast. You that's know? pretty cool. And he's like, I think he's held off because he wants to save it to like an experience. But anytime, yeah, you know, one time we were in, like, like his virginity or something. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my cereal. Uh, I'm, I'm losing my cereal. My C card. Yeah. Only when I get married, then I will begin to have cereal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe frosted flakes. I'm not sure. I don't know why. Does he have an accent? Because in my yeah, mind, he has yeah, an accent. Yeah, yeah, in your mind, for sure. Maybe Fruit Loops, but uh, it's yeah, okay with me. Habibi, yeah. that's a little bit too, but <laughs> too fruity. Cocoa Puffs, Cocoa Puffs haram. We don't do Cocoa Puffs haram. No, no, Lucky Charms haram. Yeah, yeah, Lucky right. Charms because they have uh, marshmallows. Yeah, yeah what a sad day. I, I was a fat kid and I loved marshmallows. <laughs> no, you, no, you weren't. I was, yeah, I was, I was really fat. Yeah. And um, I, I remember the day, the day that the community was like gelatine. Oh, gelatine comes yes. from pig, and I was like, no. the one fateful day. Yo, my heart skittles. was broken. Oh, yeah, man. they're like, Everything. no more skittles, no more marshmallows, <laughs> no more s'more. I remember being at like a, a neighborhood camp thing where yeah. we were roasting s'mores, uh -huh. and like I still was like, no, I don't believe it. Like and then, drop the s'more. Yeah, right they made me. You my mom was like, drop it. No. Walla, she's <laughs> <laughs> like, drop it. I was like, no. <laughs> you cook the pig out of it, you know, when you turn. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just like with alcohol, and you burn it on the. No, I've never heard oh, that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what was it? I don't believe like, in that either. Apparently, it's if true. You, if, if you, you like, like have like if you flame penne it. vodka or something, pasta right. with yeah. wine. I love vodka. Yeah. yeah, they get like the wine. There are certain things yeah. that I, I do the arithmetic on. I'm like, okay, so what? Why can't you have penne all vodka? Well, because it's like has alcohol. Alcohol's had on fine, right. but like if the alcohol is getting cooked off yeah. and you're not gonna get yeah. intoxicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then no, it's supposed to be normal if it's. Because that's the whole point is to not get drunk. Have yeah, you ever had I, the the halal marshmallows? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And the the same, yeah, yeah, they're like green and like they have different colors yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know the uh, the, the asterisk or like the contingency that like the way that um, people could weasel out with the with the gelatin stuff is yeah. that he says in the Quran, "Hugli ma alaykum lahm al khanzi." Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so not the he's fat. very specific lahm. So I don't know some people. My uncle one time brought that up. He was like, well, <laughs> it's lahim, it's lahim. Because God doesn't say things in the Quran in, except hey, with precision. Yeah. eat these Skittles. Yeah. You're good. So you, you don't know. Maybe the fat isn't, you know, who knows. But uh, don't take this as a fatwa. I do not represent uh, Islam. That's funny. Means, I recently was uh, traveling. I, I represent Islam, but just not. Oh, you represent Authority. I represent, don't represent. Distance. Not a mufti. Go ahead. I was traveling, and then um, there was this, like, big dinner, and... It was uh, everybody else. They weren't Muslim, but they were like they ordered pork, and they forgot to order uh, me something to eat that didn't have pork in it. And I was like, "That's fine." So, and I think it was New Year's Eve, so all of the restaurants had shut down and stuff. So I ended up just going to the gas station and like getting a cup of noodles. I was like, "Totally fine." And then turns out I was trying to tell people I was like, "Man, khanzir is bad for you." Like it's. Yeah. They're like, "Why is that?" I was like, "Well, you know, it's like a not it's not a cleanly animal, and also like scientifically, there's a higher chance of like foodborne illnesses, et cetera, et cetera." The worms and when then, you leave it out. Yeah, and then people got food poisoning that no night, way. and I was like. Oh. I was like, what did I tell, what did I tell you, man? Well, I was saying, uh, convert, uh, repeat after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ramen noodles, ramen noodles. <laughs> they call it as siptabilan. Like what is it? Like you, you, the evil eye, you put it like right in the evil oh, eye. Oh, yeah. You cast the evil eye on them? Like you know. say it? Oh, like I did the evil it's, eye? It's the hair You bring this on me, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's jinxing She it. tried warning oh, dang. Yeah, yeah, it's the warning. The British are coming. Oh, you didn't, hear, you didn't listen. <laughs> That's true. Um, I said, you want to introduce the our new partnership that we have? I'm going to turn the mics down a little bit because everyone's coming oh. in a little hot. Oh. While you do that. Okay. 
<laughs> just do it, man. Just do it. This guy's out of here. He's not even here, bro. I haven't heard him say one word. I just did. Um, just tell me that I was exiting people. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? But anyway, uh, we do have a special announcement. We are now collaborating with Pali Roots, probably the premier uh, Palestinian merchandise brand. So, nice. yeah, big, big stuff. Are you wearing uh, some right now? I'm actually wearing something that's not even out yet. Ooh. It's the Eliana. Exclusive. Exclusive Eliana uh, Pally Roots collab. Yo, shout out to Eliana. That's sick. Yeah. She's really talented. She's she's really doing is. it. Um, we got the inside scoop. And this Eliana is very talented <laughs> as well. <laughs> Every time we say Eliana now, I think of, I think of you. <laughs> so, yeah, she's uh, really talented. She's about to go on tour. Uh, she's dropping an album, Masari. Is dropping an album too. Hey, Masari. Uh, so yeah, he's supposed to be on our show soon too. So. That's awesome. Inshallah. Man, yeah. albums are having to come up. Yeah, I feel like yeah. the last like couple years. For sure. Like Arab artists and stuff like that. Even like you guys having your podcast, I feel like we're starting to get not even more normalized. But mm. I will say that's part of it. It's yeah, like absolutely now people even are wearing like Arabi jewelry yeah. or like learning about our stories Let's or go. like yeah yeah exactly well, or like learning about what's actually yeah. happening yeah. in the world. Well, here's yeah. the thing. I mean, 100%. we kind of mentioned this at a previous episode, but like. They've always taken our stuff, right? No, 100%. But, it's all, but now it's, like, cool to be. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. Or it's cool for an Arab to rock Arab stuff. Right. Yeah. Instead of, like, you know, using it in rap, you know, yeah. uh, songs yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah, no, even in the EDM scene, there are, like, so many more remixes of Arabi songs, like, you know, like Allah, Allah, Ya Baba and stuff. Oh, yeah. I've heard it in so many, like, Allah, festival Allah, sets Allah. and stuff. That's yeah. That's true. There's like DJs now too that are specializing yeah. in. There's that one girl DJ that does like sets with like Arabi music intertwined. I'm not sure if hey. you know her. Julia Sandstrom? I think so. Oh, she's my friend. Is she? Yeah. She's yeah. awesome. Would you say the roots and then we have the other. Her name is Julia Sand- Sandstrom. Sandstrom. She's like a Storm? Swedish chick with like. Oh, is she Swedish? Oh, yeah. Well, I went to one of her shows and she played uh, Allah Allah Ya Baba. Okay, okay. Maybe it was That's another fire. one too. I might be thinking of uh, an actual, she's Palestinian, but I'm going to look into oh, Julia. Oh, yeah, too, I'll send you her yeah. stuff. But I think it's important because I think like. Yes, DJ Habibits. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's, yeah. I, he's a show soon. I'm gonna try to go. Yeah, to guys, he literally, we should all go to the show. I'm so down. <laughs> his his thing's name is Habibi's house. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, so it's like you should do a collab. I know. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we, we met him talks. and we like I think we, he had the sweater on. And he was like, uh, uh, and he's like, no way. Because yeah. like, we had we started it like around the same time as he did his thing, and we were well, like, we started it, and then we heard about his stuff really soon after. We're like, what? Yeah, we're that's gonna fine. bring it bring him on. Um, yeah, but I was gonna say real quick. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think it's I do agree. I think there's some validity to your point. That's like, oh, they're copying us, right? But at the same time. It could be appropriation, but at the same time, I think it's important for people to start accepting little tidbits of culture, even emulating it, because it brings, in my opinion, it lessens the stereotype or it, like yeah. it makes it more accessible, our culture and like people and humanizes us more, even if it is just like a joke in stand up or like someone getting an Arabi tattoo or something like yeah, I agree, yeah. don't steal it. And at the same time, still judge us and right. still right. otherize that us. My point, yeah, that that's like, when it becomes yeah. problematic. But yeah. if it's just like. Not done in with bad malice. Yeah, I, I think about that good. sometimes. Even with like Japanese culture, some people will be like, "Oh, they're appropriating and stuff." Yeah. But at what point is is it appropriating, and at what point is it incorporating things into like our global fabric and appreciating yeah. it more? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's all about the intention. Like yeah. when he says they, I personally think of like people that steal it and then claim it as their own, specifically mm-hmm. as it relates to like Palestinian culture. Yeah. But oh, like with Kfia and stuff. I mean, they have like <laughs> they have this one this one lady that keeps popping up on my Instagram. They're like, she takes she took the kufiya and put stars of David. Oh yeah, on I saw it. that. Yeah, and then like she did something else with another 
some other appropriate. So like that obviously is not <clears throat> cool because you're taking our, you're hijacking our symbolism. Yeah, that's a, that's a symbol for real. Yeah, yeah. that's different. But just incorporating it, like, yeah, someone getting an Arabic tattoo or someone making a joke about us, like, that stuff is cool because it's, it's not meant to be, it's not, like, it doesn't have a bad intention yet. Yeah, like 100%. Yeah. I think it's cultural appreciation. Right. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, more acceptance. I, uh, I, I think just being more accepted, having, like, knowing somebody who's Arab, like, it, most people grew up in America, like, just watching on TV, like, not knowing any Arabs. And then I was like, oh, yeah. well, these, this person's cool, and I like their music, right. and they just happen to be Arab. You know, or yeah. I like their comedy, and they just happen to be Arab. And it's like, oh, I guess I do. I am a fan of this, right. this Arab. And, you know, our our culture is cool, so people, like... Yeah. Well, I, I perform a lot in, like, um, bumfuck America, like, random... What state is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, random places in, like, <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> I know I've, I'm going to Where Arkansas do they do at that? the end of the month <laughs> or next month. Um, Arkansas, Arkansas. That's funny. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I'm, I'm going back to Arkansas. I do a bunch of those in Wisconsin, Indiana, places that are like red states. Um, and a lot of times, I'm like the first Arab they've ever seen in oh, wow. real life. But they can't read, like <laughs> politically. <laughs> um, but people probably think you're white. Well, yeah, I, I, I've had that benefit. I look whiter than, like, for example, my brother. I've talked about this sometimes. I'm like, it's, he gets so much more racism than I do because I'm just like. <laughs> I'll slide by, you yeah, know, like, yeah. no, I'm not English. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, totally Latino for sure. But I think it's interesting that to see people who've never seen an Arab in real life ever, mm. and then let alone to see a Muslim, never met a Muslim in their life, mm. let alone to see like a woman up there telling right. jokes about things. Right. So like, big time. I think, yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. it's, well, it's just interesting because it's like, how do you expose people to a concept that they're not willing normally to? accept or like a, to a conversation they're not willing to have because like right. even right now in like today's like political climate like people are like talking about things on social media and like it's creating this like huge divide because not friends are turning on friends and they're like you're a piece of shit you're a piece of shit right. everyone's mad at each right. other where i think like with comedy at a show like within the confines of these four walls it, the, in this i was i was uh doing a show with our mom Ahmed recently and he was talking about how oh, mm -hmm, nice. yeah um I opened for him in Texas and he was talking about how like comedy, the stage is like the last safe place in the world because mm. like everyone is watching you. Everyone is waiting. Well, oh, uh, not for Dave Chappelle and not for who there was one other guy that got, got attacked on stage. I oh yeah. that's I was at that show. Okay. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you about that. But so he's talking about how like comedy is like the last safe space where you can actually talk about things. And mm. I totally agree with that because like people are just ready to weaponize anything you say yeah. for whatever agenda they have, no matter how good your intentions are. Yeah. And then having that lead to, you know, people not working with, you know, whatever Taking it action. is. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think with like a comedy show and like, for example, with these people who were, maybe I'm on a lineup where they didn't even know I was going to be there. And right. now here I am talking about things in such a casual, nonchalant way that everybody's guards are down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're like laughing about things and you're subtly able to like insert messages right. there yeah. about like, What's happening? And I feel like that's the way to actually change people's minds. It's not to yell at people and be like, look how bad you are. Yeah. How do you not care? Right. Listen, you everybody. Entertain them, yeah. but also like teach them. On Absolutely. The side. Everyone has a, a, a place. Everyone has a, um, a position to play and change. Yeah. And I think like it's important to start planting these seeds in a way that is not uh, easily shot down mm. so that like ears are open, hearts mm. are open. And then mm. they're like, you know, they don't even realize they're learning something, even yeah. how to accept more, how yeah. to maybe yes. look at the other side, how to stop demonizing people yes. so you can understand that they're yes. humans yeah. too. It's like, why do I hate these? Why do I hate these people? Why yeah. do I hate Arabs? And we all do it by the way. And like then, we're not, yeah. we're you not see, innocent of this. It's There's true. so many people that I'm like, Oh, you're blah, blah, blah. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. cool. And I think like that's 
part of the problem, but also we're part of the solution. Even having podcast, anything that you can do, yeah. in my opinion, that's not like yelling at mm -hmm. someone to change. Mm -hmm. Again, there are people who do that, and I think that they're necessary too because information it transfers in different yeah, ways. Absolutely. But I think that an emotional, like calm, sometimes funny message is better yeah. to introduce like Bill in Podunk, Wisconsin, to the idea that like not all Arabs or Muslims right. or whatever right. yeah, are right. out here to attack. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, Arabs are cool. I just saw this funny Arab yeah. female comedian. Yeah, hey, she's like, one of the good ones, though. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, because like that's that was a thing in Hollywood for a long time. Is like uh, terrorist, terrorist, terrorist roles, and then there's one guy that's not the terrorist. Yeah, and then he's like, he helps us defeat the terrorists. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, well, uh, most of them are the good ones, and then there's like a small faction of yeah, the bad ones. That's so. something that you have to at least something I try to address too. Is I'm not trying to be the exception, and I feel like so my identity even through in LA and in Hollywood and in my art has shifted because in the beginning and growing up in Colorado where I was one of very few Arabs, I don't know where your friend was living, but not in Fort Collins, Colorado. Like yeah. I, so a lot of my, Boulder, Boulder okay, nice. <laughs> yeah. a lot of my identity comes from being otherized and that was fine. I wasn't Same. like crying about it. I just yeah. knew I'm always different. No matter what my name is different. My parents are different. Our accents different. Everything about me is different. Yeah. Totally cool. I've accepted that as a part of my identity. Yeah. Um, I literally forgot what the fuck I was talking about. Uh, no, you're saying like um, being inserting ourselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I used to be used to this idea, especially when I first moved to L.A., that like, oh, you're so cool and you're Arab dope. Well, you're one of the good ones. Well, mm. like you're one of the non-crazy ones. Right. Like, And it wasn't like someone told me that verbatim, but yeah. I could like, like thinking about it. I'm like, yo, you're treating me like I'm the exception. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. because I'm more uh, Western looking right. or Western speaking right. or acting Sounds that like, oh, good. well, at least you're not crazy. Like those like traditional Muslims and stuff. Yeah, like, you yeah, don't know yeah. how religious I am just because I present this way. Right. Like, right. So that's something I've tried to work with in my comedy. Even now is figuring out ways to laugh about things without laughing at things, mm -hmm. without letting people like ridicule. Yeah. You know stuff, which Not has been going like for the cheap humor. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's just been interesting because I'm. I think it's important. I think it's important that we're like not just like accepted, but like f embraced. flourishing and thriving yeah, and embraced yeah. for being Appreciate whatever it. it is we are. Because mm -hmm. we are super cool, you yeah. know. Just real quick, I we did kind of go off, but I just needed to uh, mention the uh, the coupon code. Too. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're going to. We're yeah. going to. We're going to. But real quick, before before <laughs> I was we get literally saying yeah, you're like sorry. shout out Ileana and then. So right before the right that before was the so funny, one, wasn't it? One more thing. I, I gotta mention the coupon. Man, I love code. you. You're just like quiet <laughs> until you're like. Yeah. By the way, right. right, right. <laughs> um, as far as um, one more thing, I'm I'm gonna bring it back to Pally Roots because I've been rocking with Pally Roots for a long time. Um, as far as like the inserting ourselves, I feel like that's such an important way, and I've been seeing the effect of it more and more recently. Because like just being in a room, like we went to, we got invited to a dinner, me and the boys. Halat, actually, also. And nice. that's the reason I brought him up. I was going to tell this the cereal stuff. Basically, we were at this event where, where we didn't know what it was. We just got invited to a dinner. And um, we're really teasing this coupon code. <laughs> code is Habibi House. <laughs> I Have know, your right? Get, on, get your stuff. Uh, anyways, um, we went to the dinner. What? So the dinner was like really interesting because we didn't know what we were signing up for. Like we just walked in. Oh, it was like an intervention of, for like Palestine and Israel. And oh, in a sense, it's like a spiritual intervention. We had no idea what was happening. Wait, so there was like people from both sides? We were so the people. F we, we were the Arabs. Oh. So watch this. Let me, let me tell the story. So we, so we basically I meet this I meet this person and, um, and he invites us to a dinner. I met him at a healing for Palestine event nice. where it was in, earlier during the conflict. It was organized by Alina between, between East. East. Yeah. yeah. 
So, um, and they were doing this visualization, like this free Palestine, what would a free Palestine look, feel, smell, sound like a visualization, right? Meditative visualization. So anyhow, uh, at the end of it, um, everyone was saying their piece. Uh, I said, if I said something and what I said was to the tone of like, you know, I usually, one of my sources of strength and power is visualizing mm -hmm. like a free Palestine and being there and like standing like in Gaza, looking out at the ocean, like at my balcony oh, wow. at a home that I'll finally like reclaim my grandfather's like uh, you know home and um usually it's always so visceral for me and strong and like i feel it and it helps me like orient and motivate myself but when things started happening like recently especially towards the beginning mm. it was like and that night specifically it was so hard for me to I, i just couldn't visualize it that day for that night for whatever reason it felt like there was just a block obviously everything is happening like we're getting freaking nuked essentially almost mm. And so I said that I said like you know I, I just for whatever reason I can't see that vision right now as usually as clearly as I usually do. Mm -hmm. So the guy that was um, that invited me to the dinner came up to me after and he's like I really like what you said. Um, we should like connect. I'm like all right cool. It turns out he he invites me to this dinner mm. right. And um, his name is Chris. He's with my intent. This, he, he I know does, that company. You know that company, yeah, right? Yeah, I have yeah. some. Do you? Mm -hmm. Everyone knows this guy's products and stuff. It's crazy. I think I found him. He was at like this meditation event. <laughs> Sounds about Sounds right. About yeah, right. Yeah. Like, like it was eight years ago or something. The one so. I have says the effort on it. I think I. What? I think I was like, can I make my own? And then oh, I was can. being silly. F what? You can know. design just your the own. F word. Just fuck. I think. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you okay. can design your own words. Yeah. Um, but the one I have says breathe. I have it on my hand too. Oh, that's cool. Apparently, he's outfitted. I have Beyonce. create. That's what I have. I create. have like. Mm. I am creating or create, and then I I did an additional one because okay. I said I could, and yeah, I was like, I like fun. the word. It's a good word. It's an yeah. adjective and a verb. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, Chris, he's outfitted Beyonce, Jay Z, oh, wow. Justin Bieber, Rihanna, all have this. So anyhow, he invites me to dinner. He's like, come to dinner. We're gonna hang out. I'm like, okay. And then the boys hit me up. They're like, can we come too? I'm like, bro, I don't know what this is. Like, I'm just invited <laughs> to someone's house, and they're like, just check if we can tag along. And so we end up bringing them uh, and he rolls up with me and Hala and, and we all go. And as, as soon as I get there, I'm like starting to shake hands one by one, meeting the people there. It was a really nice house. And like the first person I talked to, okay, eventually, where are you from? Oh, I'm Jewish. Okay, cool. Mm. Next person. Hello, hello. Hi, hi. I'm Jewish. Okay, interesting. And yeah, so before long, I was like, ah, oh, I get what this is. Like he's bringing people from different sides because I know that he does like his company's called Vomo Voice for. Um, I can't. Do, I don't know the acronym, but it's like. Bro, how long is the story, bro? Are you so in the a coupon rush code today? is Pally Ruth. <laughs> yeah, Pally, the coupon code is yeah. Habibi House. It's Habibi House. Bro, you just told the story for like 10 minutes, I like bro. the story. Relax. Are you in a rush or something? You have to go somewhere? No, okay. You like the story? Go ahead. I'm not please. saying anything. Um, no, end the story. So back to my career. <laughs> I, no, no, no. Please. I'm, I'm enjoying so it. So I'm, I'm bringing it to Halat. Oh, okay. And then we're bringing it to Pally. Got it. So, um, and also normalization of uh, putting our, inserting ourselves in environments where just our presence is enough to have us become accepted. Mm -hmm. And like these micro interactions over time will create like uh, more acceptance and like I guess that's yeah. one of the benefits of globalization right there's mm -hmm. like watering down of culture that can happen but it's also spreading mm -hmm. culture, all, so. you also might have been the first Palestinian they've ever met but that's what I'm saying remember we were in that you were there too bro I wanted I want you to tell so your perspective of that story so then w now I'm like okay I get what this is he's doing like a healing type thing he's mm. bringing people from different sides but the funny thing is if I didn't show up and there was one more girl Lena she was there That was Iraqi also, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, besides that, it was just me and, and the boys. So they eventually roll through. And basically, we are Palestine. And everyone else is like the, the Jewish-Israeli side. 
And so now we're in this thing where we're doing a dinner and it's like this whole like kumbaya, peace, spiritual meditation type event. And I just thought it was funny because we got caught off guard. But at some point, Halat was um, talking about how his, like everyone went around and said a word about themselves. And Halat was talking about how himself and he's like, yeah, I've never had cereal Never had pancakes. <laughs> I've never had This waffles. is the time and place he brought it up. Right. Everyone's like, man, he's Literally. like, what are Rice Krispies like? I just want to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's funny because like. You can't have gelatin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People are like asking him like, why? Like, why have you not? And he's like, well, the way I grew up, I just like with the, the way our traditions and the way our family. And I'm like, bro, you grew up in Colorado. That's <laughs> and like his face. It was hard. No, yeah, it wasn't. Right, right. Again, wow. if you see what he looks like, he's like literally bearded up. <laughs> so when he's saying like where I grew up and like all these like white My girls family, are and there. they never let me have cereal. Yeah, where like, you from? That's probably all they remembered Colorado. too. They yeah. just took away. They're right. like, they were so normal. Right. One of them. I can't, <laughs> trust, yeah, 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 I can't trust him. I can't <laughs> trust him. Guys never had no like right. How was that, that experience for you guys? Because it was really interesting being in that room, wasn't it? Didn't you guys feel like we connected and they were just seeing us? A lot of them didn't even see a Palestinian before. One of them said that. Yeah, I had wow. no idea what we were walking into. And I was just there for the free dinner. Like, I don't know what was happening. But like you, you understand everyone's point of view and you, like, you're forced to hear like, mm -hmm. what they are going through. You know, like the Israeli is forced to hear what the Palestinian is, is going through and feeling. And the Palestinian is forced to hear what the Israeli is going through and be like, oh, wow, I never, I, you know, I never thought about you're you're struggling during this time as well mm -hmm. it's and i've always thought that was the way to solve it like solve it um either peacefully or arguing whatever it is that we find a common place yeah. you know and yeah no it's it was a cool it was a cool night there's something really okay. powerful about just being in the same room with someone during a really heated time mm -hmm. where you don't know what they think you don't and you're not really getting we had we didn't get into political debates we mm -hmm. were just all sharing things from a human level i really i appreciate that i think that's yeah cool. it was really interesting because we're like we're seeing each other mm -hmm. and guess what after that we've done several events since then with chris and similar events and now we're working on like an organization whatever but after that one of the girls saw me on jubilee one of the ladies there the one elanit that you were um, talking sitting next to and um, she was like, when I saw you on Jubilee, like the interview I did, she was like, I, I was for the first time I resonated and internalized a lot of the points that you were making for Palestine. That's Why? so great, man. You She's like, to. because I like you, like I know you, I remember you, I know your soul, I appreciate you as a person. So like I was able to like realize all this crap, this, this effed up stuff that I never really took in before. So yeah. that just goes to show how powerful that is. But yeah. I said it was pretty tense that night at first. Well, yeah, I'm the only one that's ever been bombed by the IDF. So oh, wow. if, if I meet an IDF soldier, I have to kind of rein that in. Yeah. And because, uh, yeah, so I have to be the most open-minded. of it. I mean, obviously, there's different uh, people that are affected in different ways. Yeah, you know, but, yeah. um, you know, it's just there's though. a lot of whataboutisms and, like, we say what we're saying and then they're like, well, what about this? And then like they try yeah. to bring it back to them. So like, I don't think that was happening that night necessarily. Uh, there's a lot of, we'll just put it this way. Like it's good if the other side can be open-minded about it too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, absolutely. you have to so listen, you have to listen to. Uh, and that's the thing. That's what I was going to say is that a lot of them are, we're not where you can, you can see that they're physically there, but they're not there. They were mm -hmm. not listening. They were just waiting to, they were hearing to respond. Sure. They weren't, you know, soaking in. What well, I understand saying. you have different scar tissue too, so you're yeah. viewing this in a different way. I, it's hard, yeah, because like a lot of times it's like. I wouldn't say a lot of them. I would say maybe some of them. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, generally speaking, 
it's nice to talk about things and feel like kumbaya about it and right. be like, oh, this is the way and stuff. And then sometimes you get hit with reality and then you're like, wait. So it's, it's, I don't, it's very give and take, right? Like, you know, you're, you're, you're at a very different place. You're at a very different place. They're at a different place. We're all at different places. I feel like as long as you show up in whatever way you can, even if it's just to be a bystander or even if you need to not show up, that's totally fine. I feel like we're, as long as we can all accept that we're at different places and on a journey, whatever that is. Um, cause often we always like default to the easy answer, which is like, just say show up and like, everything will be fine. Like, no, it's right, not, right, you know, like right. you don't know my past. You don't yeah, know. Yeah. We all assume things. Right. I assume things about you, about you, like you assume things about me, like, oh, your life must be so easy or your life is da da da, or you're just, a da. so I think like, yeah, take it one day at a time. And it's not, it's not that simple, but it's nice. It's comforting to be like, oh, like maybe I did make a difference, even if it's so long term and so minute that I won't even be able to tell. Right. Because that's the thing with social media. They're like, oh, it's so measurable, the difference I'm making. These are how many views. And yeah. I'm sure you feel like you're like putting it out there. Right. And it's like, now it's changed the world. And it might. But it's um, but it's these like incremental changes, even yeah. on a personal level, where you're like, mm, this is making me even a negative response is fine. Emotions are what we're supposed to feel to help guide us. Right. But yeah. It might be you know, a step in the yeah. right direction. That's why Eliana was there, too. And you had a very interesting, you had a kind of a similar perspective as I said. Do you want to share like how you felt about that situation? Yes, please. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, from an outside perspective, so I am not Palestinian or Arab or Muslim, so it was really interesting as an ally to kind of be a witness to a conversation that I'm not even sure I could have been a part of if I was Palestinian. Um, and I, I do agree with Assad that they're typically, they tend to hear what you're saying and not really soak it in. And so they'll just come back with, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? And that can be really frustrating, especially when you're trying to have conversations that are actually impactful and mm -hmm. not just have the conversation for, for performative measures. Mm -hmm. um, as somebody who has studied decolonial theory and uh, anti-racism, I, I did witness a lot of like that white supremacist standard coming through a lot of the time, and that's what I didn't like. I didn't like that we weren't really able to talk about the white supremacy in the room. It it, it just kept getting pushed back on. Um, my biggest issue is around this idea of like indigeneity <laughs> and how they, uh, Zionists in particular, really want to present themselves as indigenous to the land when a majority of them are not. So that for me was as a, an actual indigenous person was kind of a, a deal breaker for me where I just couldn't really handle that, like that level of whiteness showing up into the room, wanting to be centered, but not centered as the whiteness of it all, as the like idea of being indigenous. Right. Um, so that for me was, was weird. <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, I'm just in awe of Palestinians in general being able to be so calm and composed when they're talking to Zionists. Like, I, I still have not met a single Palestinian, at least in my circle, that has ever been aggressive towards a Zionist or a Jewish person at that. Like, you guys are always so able to compose yourselves and, like, just be present in the moment and still show up in your humanity um, and still represent for your culture. I don't know. I think I I just I don't know that I could do that, especially if you know I was, my people are going through a genocide. So I'm just consistently in awe of your you guys' ability to just hold strong and represent for your culture. Yeah. 
I mean, a lot of the Jubilee comments. Thank you. Can you read some of them? Um, yeah, I read all yeah. pretty much. The, oh, no, never read the comments. Yo, what are you doing? Because people would be like, if they had Jubilee in the 1700s, it would be oh, like yeah. plantation yeah. owner versus slave. Yeah. You know, like, I don't yeah. know what Jubilee is. I was assuming okay. it was a media platform. It is. Yeah, It's got like 9 million subscribers, and they do the most insane like middle ground middle grounds where series. there is like no middle ground. Yeah. They'll bring uh, people from different sides of an issue. To talk about them? Yeah. Like they just did uh, capitalists versus communists, for example. They did oh, verse, is it like verses or is it just uh, like a conversation? They, I think I mean, it becomes verses. Yeah, it's it's are you in the yeah. same room? Yeah. It was Palestine. The At the same table, too. <laughs> they did it. I the one it. I did was Palesti <laughs> Palestinians. How did it go? Versus Israelis. Um, it was really, really interesting. It was five hour. It was a five hour long discussion. It was, it was only supposed to be like a couple hours. And they only posted an hour and a half of it. Yeah, it was so a lot of, uh, it was so. How was the out. editing? Man. That's what I'm saying. They cut off so much. No, of this the is what I. That's I what I'm saying. So this is why. But not we everything. Have they, what kept, we do they kept. They cut because we yeah. can edit it our way and say our piece. Well, we had yeah. a, we talked about this a little bit. I've just like I don't appreciate people who edit things because like you can have this amazing long conversation. And earlier we had like a conversation about like oh wow like how is this like changing things da 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 yeah. da. You in other situations like you, people will take what you're saying out of context. Right, It'll right. fall. It's like a paper trail to follow you. Like, and everyone is waiting to like. If you're not gonna get canceled, it's gonna get deferred. Right, like, right. fuck off, dude. Yeah. Like, this is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. No, thankfully, I didn't feel that from like Jubilee. Only thing is like it has to be cut down. It was four hours, yeah. but the way some of the things they selected to leave in and then to cut felt a little like not fair. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it did was, they cut word by right. word? Like I. Hate. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. Very much. Yeah. America. It was. A, I think the guy's Chinese. The soundbite is very yeah. fluid. The yeah. video. Yeah, 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 exactly, it's like exactly. stop motion. Exactly. <laughs> the one thing they did cut, which I really w hope they they kept in there, and then I'll say like why I I'm okay with being in these conversations. Yeah. It's basically for what you mentioned, but one thing I really w wish they kept was like the guy who was an IDF soldier, and he was like, um, he kept coming back to this like, oh, you talk about Gaza, I know Gaza like the back of my hand. I'm like, interesting. Why do you know Gaza so you know so well? And at one point he's like, especially because he said like, oh, Aqsa Mosque, I'm, I'm very familiar with Aqsa Mosque, used to be there all the time as a soldier. I'm like, well, what are you doing there as a soldier in the mosque? He's like, well, uh, you know, our religions, they allow us to, we can go to other faiths, uh, practices, no problem. I'm like, well, sure, you can come to our mosque, just, you know, take your shoes off and put your gun down. Oh, wow. And I Mike wish they Drug. kept that. In there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, wish I was, they kept there, that I was in there. there as his manager, and like I was, I had, I couldn't even say anything. I was kind of like pacing back and forth because this guy's just mad. As oh yeah. yeah. I mean, and they had their. You probably scared a lot of white people. They're like, "There's this Arab man." <laughs> yeah. No, because I, he, this is what I do. he's even yeah. like filmed some of my videos before. We would go like go, go to the protests and people are arguing with each other, and he's behind the camera like arguing with the yeah. guy. What about the night? Zionism is not anti-Semitic. You know, yeah. like I'm like, bro, chill I mean, out. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, uh, this guy wants to fight everybody. Anyhow, but the reason I think it's cool to do these things is because I'm putting Palestine in people's faces and mm -hmm. it's like, we're here. You're going to have to deal with us rhetorically, intellectually, spiritually. Figure it out, bucko. We ain't going nowhere. Have you seen what Jesus looks like? He's a Palestinian right. man. <laughs> yeah. 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 He looks like me. I mean, uh, and as an Iraqi, I'm sure you dealt with this, obviously, for the past 20 years. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? So it's... It's, it's kind of wild. I yeah. mean, I do feel... What's um, the reaction? They don't, people don't people. realize how many civilians... Have, it was in the millions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I researched that because I wanted to see if it was real. Because I remember I saw an infographic saying... A million Iraqis died since or in the war, and then since the war. So that, that's something, by the way, I've been like really trying to do with the things I see on social media because, like, verify. I have verified because I have found myself being emotionally manipulated yeah. when it's not 
it's not real. And then it's it's harmful in arguments when you're citing information. Yeah, it's wrong. And people are like, that's wrong. Yeah. And now your entire thing looks completely delegitimized. Yeah. I've felt very emotionally manipulated. And I'm I don't know if it, I'm sure none of not all of it was on purpose. You yeah. know, people putting out things and stats and sharing things. Right. And then you find yourself in a place where you're like, wait, if this isn't true, then what else isn't true? And now yeah. I'm trying to make a point and my point isn't, you right. know, it's, it's not accurate. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know what so you happened to me on some... Jubilee that that thing. Oh, it's the worst, man. It was the water argument. It was like, um, we only provide I'm like, you guys shut off the water. She's like, we don't control the water. We only control ten percent of the water. I'm like, I never heard that before. I'm like, yeah. well, you guys shut the water off. So what do you mean you don't control it? It's like only ten percent, only ten percent. And she goes on this whole dialogue about how it's only ten percent. Turns out it's ten percent of palpable water, potable water. Oh, I see. So you control the drinking water, the yeah. only water that freaking matters. Yeah. But she got me on the... On yeah, the, it's uh, important. Like, unfortunately, a lot of us are tasked with being the face of everything, right? Like, oh, you're the one Muslim or Arab or what? Oh, okay, so, like, you need to be up to date with your facts. I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm not the spokesperson, yeah. man. Like, yeah. let me live. This is something with my comedy, too. I'm like, dude, let me live. I totally understand where Rami Yusuf was coming from when it's like, he just wants to do his art and everyone's like, yeah, like, yeah. why are you talking about this? It's like, dude, let him live. Yeah. Like he's not, just because he's the first one to like make it does not mean he's speaking for all of us. Like relax. Oh yeah, I know him a lot of people that That's were true. like, when he did the show, people were like, well, that doesn't represent my culture. Exactly. It's like, well, this represents his, he's telling a story right? that Bitch, may this or isn't National <laughs> Geographic, relax. Yeah, right, like, right. Yeah. This is a uh, situational comedy. Um, yeah. And th some of these stories are based in reality. And yeah, some it's of colored them... in by your perspective or by the writer's perspective. It's colored in by reality, yeah. but it's not... It's an artificial anyway. Muslim I found it very experience. relatable, to be honest. Rami That's show all, like the, all guys say relatable. that. Yeah. All the first generation guys, even if you're not out of, I've in my experience, I've been like Korean guys are like, man, it's so relatable. Yeah. Like, That's awesome. Especially as an Arab, I felt like I'm like, what? This is like me on TV. That's funny. But sorry, you, you're so saying. I know what you're into. So, <laughs> no, I mean, not uh, everything. No, no, <laughs> you no. know. Just like um, being an Arab in general in America. Go ahead. Yeah. But you were saying about. I was just saying, it's just, I, I researched, it's, it's wild. I had so many family members. Uh, die had an uncle get kidnapped i've had like so many things happen so i very much relate to the struggle because like i went through it in a different way right yeah. um but it's just like it's sad and sometimes i try to i'm still coming to terms with my identity um being arab american especially iraqi american too like imagine mm -hmm. it's just like it's it's so, so like, such an oxymoron it's such an oxymoron and there's people too oh god so i've so much so it's one of our questions oh really <laughs> yeah well um i've gone viral in baghdad and now i have all of the fobs like what is this whore oh my she america <laughs> and iraq the occupier i'm like relax dude like <laughs> yeah, yeah. we came here before the shit hit the fan <laughs> right, like right, yeah. someone commented he's like oh you are obviously one of saddam's spies i'm like really bitch <laughs> yeah. like you think this was <laughs> they're yeah, like we yeah, will yeah. make her a comedian in america <laughs> Fuck out here, man. Um, Pretty smart. We have a good yeah. place for you. Can you okay. imagine? That'd be actually <laughs> a really smart yourself, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We will let you live in America, but yeah. you have to. You will be a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. <laughs> they will not know you are Arab, and then you will come out and say, yeah. my name. But yeah. also, maybe Mexican. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's just interesting, because I've, like I said, I'm coming to terms with my identity. I talk about it on stage. There was a point, there was a point in my life, too, when I first started doing stand-up, I never intended to to speak about being Arab or Muslim or anything because I thought that was a trope and I thought it was a stereotype and I was like, that's what the people want. I don't need, I'm much more than my ethnic background. Yeah. So I was like trying to do like other material and I just kept falling back to mm. my identity. Like I couldn't not talk about it. Even today, I like, the, I, you know, now that I have um, more- Clout. Thank you so Followers. Much. Your words, not mine. Yeah. Well, now I'm even like, 
eyeballs. I'm thinking about what I'm writing too, because it's like I want to push the needle forward, but I also don't want to um, not pigeonhole myself. I want to create content that like I can actually speak yeah. from, because right now it's like I put a video up the other day and I ended up deleting it, um, where it's like I said it was a stupid joke and people were like so mad at it because I, I had this bit where I like I was making fun of my mom not recycling. Mm. And then I like had this dumb act out and people like caught on to like the act out part of it. And they're like, I cannot believe the astaghfirullah. Wow, this is and all like getting mad. And I would never have deleted a video because fuck you. But um, I, it, because it was about my mom, I was like, I don't want my mom to see this. And then like mm. get upset or feel yeah. embarrassed because like I'm not trying to hurt anyone. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like in my comedy career, I've had to like really think about things like, OK, like, do I want to just never talk about it? Do I want to just be American? Do I want to do this? And and really reckon with it mm. on stage. And I also had to come to a point where um, I feel like a lot of Arab or first generation or whatever kids, we all live double lives. Mm. We live the life that, right? <laughs> We're the, we are the person that our parents believe we are. Right. And then we are the person that we are at work and with our friends and yeah. stuff. And I was totally content being a, a double lifer yeah, yeah. until I got to a point where I started doing stand up, and then I wanted to present myself online and yeah. I was like, oh, my parents are going to see yeah, this. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I had to make an active decision of like, okay, well then I need to be okay with everything I put online, my parents seeing. Right. And so, which is a risk. And it's, yeah. it's, it's something I'm still afraid of. Like I was talking um, with some people recently and I was like, I, I'm so upset. I'm mad at myself for deleting that video. But like I said, I only did it for just so in case my mom got, what was the problem with that? I missed the word you said. I, because I didn't say it. I, uh, okay. Basically, I was talking about, like, oh, my, my mom um, doesn't recycle. I asked her why. She's like, Habibti, America destroyed my country. <laughs> so I would not oh, help yeah, save theirs. That. Yeah. Funny. I was like, that's environmental terrorism. And so, uh, and I was like, that's funny <laughs> though. Right? Like, that part's I mean, not what they had a problem with. Some okay. people were like, I cannot believe just another terrorist joke. I'm like, no, you mm. moron. No, it's not a, a terrorist. Really nuanced, creative Thank you. Joke. Yeah. I'm not out here lying in the airport. Right, like, relax. Right, right. <laughs> they always check me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, but the act out, which I'm going to change because I'm not trying to, it's not worth it. Uh, uh -huh. But the act out, I was like, you know, just know if you ever see litter on the freeway, just know. It was my Iraqi mom, just like, oh, bombs over Baghdad? Okay, how about straws over Seattle? How about that one? Like, <laughs> how about cans over Colorado? And this is the part people had a problem with. I was like, she's out here flushing tampons, and then like, Allahu Akbar. That was, and people were like, I can't believe you would have said those two words. I see, I see. So I'm just gonna change the joke yeah. to like, out here flushing cardboard, like, right, right, right. there we go. I, I switched the joke, because I'm not trying to offend people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's probably always anyway, right? But, yeah. But, so but you, I like what you were saying about the whole like, you're Arab and then you're American, but like the more interesting thing is the Arab American. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I mean, that's unfortunately who a, I, it's, I'm half, half. Like I, I'm fully Iraqi, but yeah. I'm like fully Muslim. Like I'm a practicing Muslim, but I I can't deny that I'm American. Like yeah. I sound like a Valley girl. I don't mean to, like I'm, I'm smarter than I sound. Yeah. Um, I yep. have these perspectives. I'm more open-minded than some people tend to be, which honestly is is kind of a lie because whenever I go to the Middle East, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, wait, you guys are more open-minded than us. Like, mm -hmm. I think Arabs in America are more closed-minded because our parents it's are true. trying to hold on to our culture and religion mm -hmm. and stuff. So when you go to Dubai, you go to Bahrain, you go to all these places, yeah. everyone's like living their best lives. Like oh, not, yeah, yeah, they're like, why do you guys care? Oh, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, a little, a little too much. Yeah. Khaltu told me to care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Lebanon, they don't care at all. That's what I'm saying. You go to the, no one, everyone's walking around in shorts in Dubai. Like it's, I mean, Dubai's a little different. Oh, they, didn't, but they, didn't, uh, they just, uh, 72 year ban has been lifted in Saudi Arabia for alcohol. It got lifted? Well, no. for, the, for diplomats, I think, but it's, it's. Oh. I mean, Saudi MBS Arabia is, is just trying really? to fit in. They're, yeah. they're, they're doing a lot. They're they doing a lot of tourism. Going, they might be going yeah. a little too, too I mean, far. he, 
a lot of there, it's very split. In the you know the room is very split with uh, with what he's doing over there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like yeah. there's some holiness to Saudia that like if it's completely taken over by like raves and stuff, you just there's lose raves. some of its. Yeah, they have like con- <laughs> in Mexico. Iggy Azalea was like twerking on stage in Saudi Arabia. What? Oh, I swear. Was the was the audience still separated? <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> no, no. Oh. no, they don't. They don't oh. separate anymore. Nothing. Wow. Yeah. I heard they do in certain. I heard certain cities are more strict than others. Okay. One I would of hope my cousins like, got back. For have you ever done comedy separated like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> and this one's for the ladies. That's funny. No. No. I think I was. I was actually supposed to perform in Saudi years ago, but that there ended up. I think there was like um. Did they bomb a Romco or something like that? Remember, there was there was some issue that happened at the same mm. time, so that part of the tour got canceled. So I performed Jamal Khashoggi. I don't think it was that, but oh, I think it was a. I was performing in Bahrain. I was on a tour. We did Bahrain, and then we were supposed to go to Saudi after, but the Saudi part got canceled. Yeah. But, uh, so they were gonna. This was they're gonna have you perform in Saudi. This was before. Yeah. Was it before or after the the, the ban on driving was lifted? Because it's like after. very progressive. But so you can come perform, but uh, you have to take a lift. Uh, I think it was 2018. Mm. Shout out! Yeah, got it. Shout, out, tw- shout out 2018, yeah. man! What a good year. Good yeah. years. But uh, yeah, so you mentioned your, you know, you're kind of worried about what your parents think about what you post. But mm. we love how you incorporate your parents into the. Oh, uh, thank this, you. The, yeah, you know your. Content. My dad's TikTok famous, man. Baba is TikTok yeah. famous. So I wanted, so funny to, I wanted to know like great. how that kind of started and what your yeah. thoughts about that. Yeah. So also like how did what do they think when you start when you quit your job oh, at STX? Buckle whole, up. Yeah, buckle yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> up. Section two. I was talking about this yesterday. Okay. So because I can't even imagine. My parents, I love my parents. I've actually always been like supportive and like I, my parents are more liberal, open-minded uh, in terms of like the Adam scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. <laughs> Which ends it like. Put, put that on the screen. Flash yeah, yeah. It. Like we yeah. ate cereal. It was crazy. It was oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no uh, lucky charms. No lucky charms. <laughs> uh, RIP. Uh, no. So they've always been like supportive and like you do your thing. Da, 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 da. I. When I started doing comedy, so I moved out to LA. I always knew I was gonna be in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I always knew I wanted to be an actress, but that was the first thing when they're like, Habibti, you know, actress, it was um, yeah. like, you can't. Oh, I remember yeah. too, I have this joke in my stand up about how. And I was so straightforward. 100%. Okay, and they're so. like, that's for hood. So yeah. I'm like, oh. I Man, Agakas are honest. No, my uncle once, he was, this is the joke. I was like, um, I asked him, or he asked me, he's like, you know, you live in America, the land of opportunity. What's your dream? I was like, to be an actress. He said, change your dream. That's a true thing that happened. He's like, no, it's not. I was like, no, it is. He's like, no, it's not. And I was like, it's not? Like, That's hilarious. So, um, so yeah, so, so I was. Dumb, so dumb, call it off. She's, yeah, yeah. She's, this is not she will not be the clown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrible incel. Uh, so, or sorry, sleep herself. So. Incel. I said incel. incel. <laughs> so anyway, so they, they've always been supportive. They knew I wanted to work in, uh. They knew I wanted to work in Hollywood, so they were supportive of that. I remember my dad obviously was like, you should be a doctor or something. And oh. I was like, nah, marketing. And he's like, okay, but it didn't stop me. So it's okay. like supportive, still advised, still have that like, you know, parental, uh, like matriarch, patriarch, you yeah. know, they lead the family and you listen to what happens kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. So when I started doing, so my first like five years in LA, I was working in marketing at like Disney and Paramount and STX. Yeah. And so then they were like on board because people knew those brands. Like my uncles were like, oh, it even works at Disney. Okay. Nice. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. but then I got miserable. I was like, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I was working, um, I was attending red carpets, which was cool mm-hmm. for like, you know, the first couple of years. You're like, oh, I'm at the yeah. Avengers premiere. This is amazing. I'm yeah. living my dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I got to a point where I was like, man, I'm just the help. You go at back the to the office. Yeah. Well, no, I was, it was, I was standing on like a red carpet and I was like, wow, like, 
they're actually living yeah. my dream. Yeah. I'm just too afraid to admit it. Mm. So I'm here in the background helping them and like, I was doing publicity, so like we, I would walk stars down the red carpet and hold signs up to photographers yeah. and be like, this is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, man, yeah. I'm, a, I'm like a maid. What am right. I doing? I hate this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm funny. funnier than you. Yeah, I was like, man, I'm funny. That's funny. Um, like so close, it's yeah. so far away. Yeah, so they were supportive through that. So then nice. I finally had my mental breakdown and was like, I need to start doing something that makes me happy because I'm living a fake LA life. Yeah. Uh, so I, after doing a bunch of meditation classes, Realize I wanted to do stand up. Okay, so now I start doing stand up. I go to like an open mic, I start taking classes. And um, my parents the entire time were like, mm, okay, well, it's just a hobby, right? So it's fine. So I mm -hmm. snuck under the radar because it was just yeah. a hobby. Yeah. But That's then, how I did it too. Yeah. They were like, as long as your grades are good, you can do this. Yeah, as long as you still thing. have your job, like this, you know, go do your fun thing. But then it got to a point where like, it was, I was like, I want to do this. And they're like, no. And they're, they had the sibling talk, like, talk to your sister. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, tell her not, not to do it. Not sibling intervention. Oh, yeah. yeah, sibling yeah. intervention. Yeah. So they were, like, supported. They didn't say, stop doing it. And, like, okay. But they kind of were like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you're the straight A kid. Like, you got into Harvard. What are you doing? Right. Uh, you're just going to throw it all away? And I was like, I... You got into Harvard? I did. I got waitlisted. And so I got in. But yeah. like, then yeah. I get in. Yeah. I got to the door. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> They were uh, like, if somebody leaves now, uh, you will let you in. Yeah, 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 basically. <laughs> it's like the, we're at capacity, but. We can uh, make I should probably reapply now that they have the whole yeah. scandal. I'm like, yeah, what's up? Know. Diversity hire, let's go. Uh, like, is it, uh, which, which scandal is it the, uh, supporting? Like, Who knows, whatever. man? But you, a fucking yeah. scandal. So your parents, then did they see the success and were like, so, done with it? Yes, thank you for getting me back on track. So oh, they were like, I want to hear this. Story. <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> yeah. for years? Like, this is, my, like, I could tell. And I've journaled a lot about this, but like all I would seek is my dad's validation for them to say I'm proud of you, for them to, you know, not think I'm a total fucking failure, which is hard because you're conditioned in our culture to like make your parents happy, to yeah. do do yeah. what your parents want you to do. Right, right. Because obviously, because they want you to be happy. They're doing it for a reason, these right. pressures. Right. But so for years, like I've uh, countless like moments of me crying and like talking to my, you know, family and being like, I can't stop. Like I, I need you guys to be on board with this like because like it, you're not telling me to stop but you're also not you're not providing me like the support that yeah, I need. I feel 100%. like it, you know, I even my first couple of years like my first year of doing stand up I like got flown out to London like I hit it off big immediately. Wow. Started just booking um yeah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Uh so I was like I would like get booked on something and then I'd bring it to my dad and be like, "See?" Yeah. And he was like, mm. "Okay." Yeah. And I was never like, good enough, huh? "Never good enough." Yeah. And so you know, like getting booked to perform in the Middle East, getting booked to go to Palestine, getting booked. It was always like, okay, kind of thing. And I was like, man, I remember having a conversation where I was crying. I was like, dude, you don't, there are strangers that I meet that come up to me and are like, wow, I'm so proud of you. This is amazing for what you're doing for our culture. And da, 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 da. I was like, and you won't even say that you're like proud. Yeah. Mm. So that was a huge struggle of mine for a few years um, until I learned to stop seeking validation. I was like, I just kind of put it aside. I was like, I'm never going to get it. So yeah. Yeah. I don't need it anymore. And then fast that's forward, when it comes. yeah. Then TikTok came into the picture. Now, oh. oh, so I will say, my parents got more and more support. My mom got on board. She's like, "We're doing this." Yeah. Uh, then my dad slowly, like, as it got more legitimized, I started making more money and being like, "See, I can take care of myself. It's not, you know, yep. I'm not going to be poor." Yeah. I feel like that kind of helped him understand it was a real job. He would still send me LinkedIn clippings, like, Wait, oh "What, what if you apply to be a digital <laughs> marketer?" I was like, "I'm not yeah. going to." My mom literally sent me a job yesterday. Really? Talking about go. Be a biomedical engineer because that's what I studied. Oh yeah, and still I'm like, listen, I'm yeah. I always mention that I studied biomedical <laughs> engineering, 
but like I'm every just, podcast episode he's like medical right. engineer yeah. yeah I just you know I have the degree I just yeah. don't nice. want to use it yeah. but yeah the, they just they still want the you know they want you to fit in that box you know what it is I think it's a they want you to be successful that's something I had 100%. to come to terms with I'm like they're not doing this because they they want just like whatever we all want you to be you they want me to succeed and they grew Security. up in a world where there is yeah this is how you succeed you go to college yeah. you get the job they don't want to, you know, unless they have proof otherwise, they don't want you to risk it because, you know, whatever. So yeah. they got, as I got more legitimate, they got happier and happier. And then I got like a, I'm proud of you here and there. And I was like, oh shit. So that's kind of, I think my, we reached a breaking point when um, I started putting my dad in my videos. I was like, just be in it real quick. Mm -hmm. And then once he started blowing up and getting like recognized and uh, stuff, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden he was like, <laughs> no, it's cool. I'm going to that. And I was like, oh shit, because you weren't last year. What's, yeah, up? What's yeah, up? What's up? What's yeah. up? When are we going to do another yeah. video? Yeah, 100%. You know? Well, Beams now. Beams up there like, you didn't really fuck with me way back then. How about now? Yeah, exactly. No, it's crazy. Too. But that's, so part of it is they want you to succeed. The other part is the Abe factor because oh, yeah. you're and what? Nice. Yeah. And your family, what is the family going to think? What are people going to think? Yeah. Yeah. What are they going to tell my, their friends? Yeah, there. exactly. So once you reach, I realized this, once I reached a point of status in their friend's eyes, in the community's mm, eyes of like, oh, now she has a lot of followers or my mom, people will tell my mom, I'm a fan mm. of your daughter or they get recognized yeah. because they're in my videos and stuff. Now it's almost like they have the backing of the public. Yeah. And so they can rest easy and be like, okay, this is, this right, is okay. Right. Not to, my parents are amazing and they've always been, like oh, I said, yeah. supportive. They just, they were afraid for me. Uh, and then once they saw that, like I could chill. But and that I would yeah. come home more if they filmed videos with me. Uh, I was like, I'm only coming over if yeah. we do TikTok. He's like, what level do TikToks? Come home. I'm like, okay, like, let's go. That's sweet. That's yeah. sweet. I think it's multi-layered, like with parents is concerned. Like part of it is just straight up like fear that you won't be stable and like concern yeah. for your well-being. And then I think you tapped into the other layer, which is like the Abe slash in Nas, like the opinions yeah. of people. Yeah. Like you could still be stable, but doing something they don't. And NAS don't approve, and yeah. then you're still and not the good. The thing is also the, su the success part. Why do they want you to be successful? Is it yeah. because they want you to be successful, successful, or do they want to show you off? I mean, I and that's, the, that, a that's bit, what yeah. I've a had a problem both. with. A I've both. had a problem with that. Like, th they're embarrassed if you do something in the entertainment business, but yeah. if you're a doctor, lawyer, engineer, wow, this is my daughter. Yeah, you know 100%. I mean? So uh, I've had a problem navigating that yeah. as well. Um, I mean, unless you're yeah. filthy rich doing this, like, and, and then they're the like, when they Yo. turn around, it's like you start becoming really successful. Yeah. You show them that five million dollar check for when, yeah. you, when you are well, like a big actor or actress, yeah. and uh, they they switch. I've been thinking about this a lot because, like I said, I'm at a well, I'm at a turning point in my career. Like, I had a good le a year last year where I like actually started like going viral and getting an audience, and things are happening. So I feel more comfortable being me. My parents feel more comfortable with like you know my career and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, great. But now. I want to make sure that my my content is authentic. Like it's, I want to talk about things that I want to talk about and not sit here and fear backlash yeah. from like Ahmed in fucking like right. wherever right. Uh, yelling at me. I, I wrote this new joke, but I was like, it's so funny because like religious people have the best insults. They're like, shut up, you fat bitch whore. Ma salama, peace be with you. So anyway, um, yeah, you're right. It's like, I want to create content that is authentic, that is funny, that is actually me, that's worthwhile for me to create, that also helps people and also, you know, makes my parents proud. But like, I'm starting to feel a little suffocated. I'm starting to feel, and I think it came with taking down that video. I'm starting to feel like, oh, man. From the community? 
I don't know, man. Who cares? I Just think it is. You. Well, yeah. Like I said, I wouldn't do it unless it had to do with my mom, right? Yeah, so it's like uh-huh. at the end of the day, I mean, do your I? Mom and like a, a law, right? Yeah, my yeah. I'm not trying to like do anything like religiously unacceptable. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like my my parents and God. Yeah. So these they're like it's just a weird game of what am I going to do? Am I going to take artistic risks or am I going to stay where it's safe because yeah. like I'm not trying to make anybody upset? Right, right, right. Interesting. So as long as your mom's cool with it. Oh, my parents, yeah. <laughs> the only person that can cancel me is my mom. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I made you. I will take you away. Literally. Yeah. She will get. <laughs> Arab, mom, <laughs> Arab moms do not. They would risk it all. Go ahead. My mom would be my or my dad would just like call me and be like, I don't like this video. Like whatever. And yeah. It, it's like my mom was like once I was doing this um, video with this girl and she was like, are, are you flirting with her? And I was like, Mom, I no, I'm That's not flirting funny. with her. Yeah. Like chill. I remember, I remember. Chill. I've got a couple calls. Like, take take that down. video down. And I was like, no. Yeah. 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 I like explain the joke. I'm like, see, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Like I had a joke about um, my aunt ordering doggy style at In-N-Out. Oh, I saw this yeah. this morning. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. My dad was like, he, he didn't even tell me, by the way. He told my sister. He's like, tell her to take it down. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's fine. Wait, she ordered, she us, ordered what? Can you tell us this, the bit, will you? I'm like, uh, you know, my, my uh, people get so upset when I correct them in English. So now when they mess up in English, I just let it happen. Like the other day, my aunt tried to order doggy style at In-N-Out. Said, <laughs> it's on their secret menu. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, oh, she animal went. Style, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she went through style. the drive-thru, like, yes, hello, I'd like doggy style in the car, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> double, double, fi- if you can. Yeah, Give me yeah. five minutes, I'm yeah. gonna take a break. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Extra napkins, it hurts, it gets very messy. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Double, double, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Protein style. Yeah. And I just keep going on brands. So you kind of like, so you kind of dance a fine line of those kind of jokes, right? Mm-hmm. It's not super sexual, but it's. I'm edgy. It's edgy, yeah. Yeah, because I. You're so edgy. Yeah. No, but I like I go to the edge <laughs> and then I go, Ooh, and I don't go over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I was even talking to someone That's from good. a Dubai comedy festival. He's like, the problem with your comedy is I don't know if I can post it because it's not bad, <laughs> but you go to the edge a lot. And I was like, I know because it's fun. I like the edge. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like a lot of it's uh, a lot of women in comedy. They rely on the sexual stuff a lot too because they mm-hmm. feel like they have to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we. It, well, they go over the edge, you know, they, like they, it's better yeah, to over, edge. Overcompensate, right? Yeah. So they, um, like, how do you navigate that? And like the things that almost like women are supposed to do, right? Mm. And then you kind of like combat that. Well, I think men and women talk about their sexuality, especially in the United States, like in Western cultures. I don't mm-hmm. see a lot of that when I do comedy in the Middle East. Um, how do I navigate that personally? Yeah. Well, I don't. You don't feel the pressures of, of having to do that I don't feel the pressures. Kind of I don't ever, I never felt like, hey, as a woman in comedy, you have to do this. I never felt that ever. I mean, I'm sure people, a lot of people have experienced, it's harder to get booked on a show. If you look on a lineup, it's like, oh, 75% guys, right. one girl. You're yeah. either the token brown or the token woman. Yeah. You yeah. heard the Jamie Foxx story? You're both. No. How he yeah. got the name Jamie Foxx was he, he they would always let, um, guys on, you know, guys on stage, and then like a couple girls. So he yeah. changed his name to like a, a name that would be nice, g- nice. kind of girly. That so that when sense. they say Jamie Fox, thinking it's a girl, he gets to mm, go up. That's funny. really interesting. But yeah, so you're saying they're on girls are on not the many girls are. Yeah, on I'm list. just as a woman, I don't feel pressured to say anything, and I've I've 
more power to her. If you want to talk about that, go talk about that. If that's your like life experience and like you're a woman in your 20s and 30s in LA and you're dating yeah. and like that's what you want to talk right. about because that's that's the outlandish stuff happening in your life, right? Because yeah. people try to have it's sometimes it's shock value, sometimes it's something that you find relatable, and they're like, yeah. well, everyone has sex, yeah. um, or you know. But I just have, to be honest, I have so much more to talk about. Like right. I have. Right. Not only like the default out of Muslim background yeah. parents stuff, but it's my life is crazy. And yeah. the stories that happen to me just are way more interesting and entertaining <laughs> than like me being like, here's a dirty Sultry job. Or yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, but that's my personal thing. If you want yeah. to talk about it, right, like right, right. live your life. It's interesting because it does it does bring the question of like whether you, you mentioned like uh, you're either the token brown girl or the token woman. Mm -hmm. And so it's like obviously it could work against you and it could work. And it sounds like in this in this case could work for you. So that mm -hmm. was one of my questions was like being that you have multiple minority boxes that you check, like being Arab, being like a woman, mm -hmm. being in an industry that is already a non-conventional. Like I'm sure there's a lot of different ways that challenges come up, but do you notice that it, uh, are there any drawbacks or any things that you don't have access to? And are there things that maybe you get more access to? Um, I think the last five years have been very DEI focused, which has been nice. What's that? Like diversity, um, oh. equity, and inclusion. Okay. So I've been a part of like a lot of programs put on by like studios and stuff that aim to incorporate more like uh, BIPOC performers or writers, et cetera. Like I did a program, I did the NBC late that. night writing program. Yeah. yeah, I did. I was just going to ask you about that. Oh, that was, that was awesome. Um, I'll tell you about it in a minute. Cause mine happened during, usually when you get into that program, you get flown out to New York for a week and you get to work on like uh, at um, Colbert or something. Yeah, it's at the it's where Rockefeller Center. Um, 30 Rock. 30 Rock, yeah. Uh, and you get to like be by like the SNL offices and stuff. Yeah, so I was yeah. stoked. Mm -hmm. And only seven people out of like hundreds get in. So I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I made it. Everyone gets hired from this program. I was like, yo, I started crying. I was like, this is it. I made it. Yeah. But it was uh, during COVID. So yeah. ours was on Zoom. So literally <laughs> only one person from my class got a late night gig and it was like three months ago and oh, I wow. did it in 2020. So Jeez. I got the unlucky year, but it's fine. You stay in the network and they try to help you and yeah, stuff. Yeah. That's good. Um, COVID, man. COVID ruined everything, Everything. Man. It, I had a tour come. I was like, going to go to like 15 cities, yeah, do a college booked, tour. I was for a movie and they scrapped it. No. Wow. It was like, I, real <laughs> quick, I know. I, no, I, no, no, please. I, I, like January, I went to a casting right outside the Warner Brothers lot and I saw like the the water tower and everything. I was like, I'm going to be there one day. <laughs> and then uh, literally the month later, I was on the lot. I saw like um, all kinds of the, 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 you know, the behind the scenes type stuff for all these shows, all the wardrobe and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I've really made it. That yeah. kind of stuff. Because it was like, what, a few years into my L.A. tenure, right? Yeah. So um, Technically not yeah. tenure, a couple of years. <laughs> Sorry, can you leave the, the jokes, jokes? Leave the jokes <laughs> to this very yeah. talented no, can, person, right? No, 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 please, please. Uh, yeah, you yeah. make me funnier the more yeah, bad yeah. jokes you tell. Yeah. So go ahead. Because <laughs> ten year, ten years. Oh no! It's, oh, that's what oh. you were going for. I didn't no. understand. <laughs> Never mind. You, were you making yeah. a ten year joke was the wrong word? Or are you saying ten year? Ten year. Well, he said that's what ten year comes from. Is the ten, ten years. years? Oh, did you know that? No, Isn't that interesting. That's cool. Yeah, that's I'm gonna have to do my research to make sure that that's an not accurate right. statement. It's not Go true. Go on another podcast and be like, "Did is you it? know?" It's not true. It's it not God. No, because you get ten year after being a professor at a university for ten years. Unless I saw one of those freaking posts. Wait, what? I, that's not. It's Propaganda. not after a certain amount it's of time. Spelled ten year. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe right, If you gave me wrong information, this yeah. is not I, I my have point. a. I have a. Did you know that millions of Iraqis? <laughs> I have every a year. One point five billion Iraqis. Like what? We don't have that many Iraqis. Like to Talal's like I don't know maybe his credit. I have a I have an uncle that will say the most random crazy stuff, and we're like, no, there's no way that's true, and yeah. we look it up, and it's hundred percent 
true. Really? So uh, maybe that's what's happening. That's why. Typically, teachers receive tenure when they've shown Six. five to ten. What? You are <laughs> five to ten. Wow. What did wait, I tell wait. you, man? Close. So, so yeah, five years. You almost made me range. misquote some shit on the next podcast I go to. Like so, ten years. It's come from <laughs> seven. Seven is the average. So. Not it's exactly almost. Yeah, years. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll, the, we'll give you the benefit yeah, of the doubt. That was kind of interesting. Right. But yeah, right. long story short, uh, booked, whatever. Um, long it was story short, for the coupon code is... Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Bally Roots. Yeah, long now. story Bally short. No, please, please. So you were, you were on the lot. You saw the things. I don't want to say it anymore. No, it's good. It's good. I thought I made it, and yeah. then COVID happened. Yeah. Yeah. Made it. Yeah. And then I, I went back it. to doing DoorDash. I thought I made it, but looking back, <laughs> they casted me as a Saudi diplomat. So, oh, dang. So maybe that was a silver lining that I did. Number one or number two? I don't know, man. <laughs> I said no to I a movie because of that. I was like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was like a big movie, and they're like, we're looking for an Araki person. I was like, oh, yes. I was like, oh, this is like exactly Was it, it. Kabul? I don't know what it was. Um, but... <laughs> They, it Wait, had like recognizable stars in it. I was like, oh my God, yes, okay, yeah. And then I like read the script and I was like. Couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was like, I feel like this, I don't want to do it, have what anything to do. The, I don't want to do anything that has to do with the war. Um, mm, yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say, I think I had to sign an NDA, but it was just like, it had to do with the culture and the war yeah. and stuff. And I was like, I don't want my first big role will be me yeah. profiting off of a tragedy. Like, right, I don't, right, right. so I just was like, no, no, no I'm good. It's a good, and good, I had no good idea, principled woman. Yeah. And I had no idea where that role was going because it was uh, Trey, Trey Stone, Matt Parker, uh, the South Park oh, creators. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to mess up their name. Is it Trey Stone? Matt Parker and Trey Stone. Matt Parker, Trey Stone. Nice. Something like that. Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. One of the, yeah, so South Park Trey creators. Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. No, oh, I'm just throwing they it. Were, uh, they were making their first like live action movie. Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. What is it? <laughs> I need to know. Trey and Matt. Eliana, can you Google it real quick? <laughs> we got, we got, this is our new. We got the Googles right here. Yeah. How Trey do you Parker. feel about Trey Parker and Matt Stone? It is? Yeah. I was. That's actually, but the movie's over and they scrapped they it? They scrapped it, yeah. And back so, in 2020. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. Uh, uh, but look at you now. Yeah. I'm on this. Man, I've had so path. many yeah. false starts. Look at us. Yeah. So well, it's funny because you did end up blowing up on TikTok after this movie didn't go up for you. Like this yeah, been yeah, since yeah. COVID. My I last May I had eighteen thousand followers. Wow. This happened now I'm a, it's on Instagram. Now I have hundred thirty nine. Hold on. Doesn't Bassam used to follow you too? Yeah. yeah I love Bassam. Yeah, 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 we're crazy. friends. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo man, someone what is someone one of these haters in the comments was like, Does your dad know that Angela White follows you? Angela White is a porn star. I was oh, like, wow. Man, a fan is a fan. Yeah. Like, a fan yeah. is a fan, bro. Get out of here. Right. <laughs> no, fans. my dad doesn't know. Like, why would he? Yeah, I'm not going to be like, Baba, is it okay? Sh like, yeah. she's a fan. How do of my you know dad. who Angela White is, man? She's, I'm very familiar with her work. Yeah. Her yeah. Who? What? Yeah. Yeah. She is white, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Bassam Yusuf, blew up. Bassam Bassam Yusuf is, is awesome. Is funny as hell. And, you know, the kind of, the responsibility that he put on his back during yeah. this whole thing, oh, the first yeah. Piers Morgan interview, that was so funny. That was baller, man. That was so baller. Gee. He's a great guy. Yeah. He, he does comedy in Arabi and English, and his English yeah. comedy is great. I, I saw yeah. him. He was in Irvine. That like He did like four shows back to back all in Arabic. Oh, he's been like double yeah. selling out. Yeah, 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 great, yeah, yeah. he's a great guy. I saw him early on too, like several years ago. Um, Same. At, uh, I saw him at Paul's show. Yeah, you know, Paul's. Paul? Yeah. You know Paul. I will say Boston too, like his whole thing was Arabi comedy, and then I saw him years ago starting to do English speaking comedy. Yeah. And then I saw him perform that English speaking comedy in Dubai and I was like, oh wow, it's come so far. It's come a long way. Yeah. Right? It's it's he amazing. talks about that. And I think like again, like talking about the profiting off of a tragedy, I think he 
did it in a way where he put us on the maps. Like that Piers Morgan interview, I think it was like a turning point, I mm -hmm. think, in, in the mainstream media. In the narrative, yeah. Right. Narrative. And uh, some people have a problem. Oh, now you're making money off of it and all this stuff. But I think he's he, he deserves it, not number one. And number mm -hmm. two, um, he's just like, he, he, he did it in a way that I think um, he's still educating. You know, oh, yeah. like mm -hmm. in his shows, yeah, he's, he's, so he's still putting people on and stuff. So, um, I, I don't know. I, more power to him. I wish him all the success exactly. in the world. Yeah, but, me too. Um, and you know he's putting other people. That's and, such a yeah. Zionist-like trope. Like and that. also, sorry, he, the fact that he got exiled from Egypt and now he's kind of making this comeback is oh, yeah. um, awesome. Hey, shout so out America too. for freedom of speech. <laughs> <laughs> kind That's of. what I thought. I thought it was freedom of speech, man. Absolute. It's when freedom convenient. of speech, not of consequence. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, That's the phrase. Also, with like depending what you're, it is you're talking well, about. I mean, you do like, do you like? I mean, you do social media and. Um, do you do you still like do you like want a TV show in Hollywood or something? Of course I do, do, man. Do, do, you, you know, know like you think I'm here to do podcasts? What do you think? No, it is? no, no, I mean no, like no, like what's yeah. the like is it gonna be named after? Where you? do you see it going? It's like Rami Mo. Mine will be Reem. I would love my own TV show. I mean, I've always wanted to act. I don't necessarily like this uh, traditional acting path this uh -huh. whole this Audition rat race yeah this cattle call of like go oh, and it's you and 600 other people who look kind of like you right yeah. um that part is uh, i don't want to do the traditional acting route no. but i like acting yeah. especially if i write it yeah. and i found I mean, that that's something hard with me with auditions is i'm like like i can't connect to these characters because i'm like oh, not yeah, funny yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. bad writing yeah, yeah so write your own exactly do the rami route yeah 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 <laughs> uh, i've written some stuff yeah so my goal like my big my big dream is snl and i do yeah. a lot of like characters and voices and stuff uh, and that inshallah. was, thank you, inshallah, yeah, that was like 10-year-old Fat Reem's dream was like, well, I want to be like, no. so that, I want to have like my own movies and TV shows and just write like hard, funny, you know, comedies that aren't like, this is like women doing uh -huh. the diverse thing. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I want it to be just funny. Like, right. Okay. Um, what kind of like do you like Judd Apatow? Like like what kind of you know? What I'm, so my what, favorite movies are like Super Bad, The Hangover. Like oh, I, I like, said like exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stoner comedy. Yeah. Okay. Nice, so yeah, nice. Todd Phillips. Pineapple Express. I want to write like that's what I want to write. Like I want to write hard, funny um, things. And I've written some stuff. I've like pitched some stuff to different studios and. Now I'm writing a new thing, so inshallah. inshallah. Movies and you movies know I actually haven't written a movie yet, but I feel yeah. like I should. I no, keep I talking. I think you about should because yeah. yeah. I've written two pilots, um, nice. and like I'm also like maybe I should have a movie too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I've just talked about it for so long that I'm like, why am I not and, doing it? Yeah, and I feel like movies are like, I mean, the TV show like I obviously have to present for seasons and all that, but like the movie. It can get made. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like whether it's two million dollar budget or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and then you're like, oh, I have this movie, and you 100%. know, there's that route too. But and I think you now, being writers, well, great. now that I've like started figuring out my voice and stuff, I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, now I feel because I, can't I have wait to watch this movie. Man, it's be so good, <laughs> whatever it is. We got to hook her up with uh, Samir. Yeah, you know Samir, mom. I don't think so. Oh, he's a producer. Michael Schertzer. Yo, yo, oh, what's up, man? But yeah. um... I'm gonna come. You guys know each other, right? Hey, we have two amazing comedians in the same. I'm sure you'll also be a first something. Yeah, yeah, our first. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. This is our first episode ever. Number one. No, but we're we're glad that you guys are here. Sorry, go ahead. I don't even know what I was. Oh, you're just talking about your movies and stuff. I want to create stuff now that I I got my voice. Get a little closer for Now that I've figured out my voice a little bit. Now that. 
figured out. <laughs> okay, wait, it's close. The close. <laughs> My mom is watching. That's funny. Uh, well, she came to me. <laughs> I didn't say. Uh, is this better? Are we close enough? Yeah, okay. Great. Uh, now that I've like figured out my voice, now that I feel more confident that I have an audience, mm. it just it gives you this sense of like, okay, and now that my parents are on board, now I feel like I'm like, I've given myself permission to create more because yeah. like at, you're at first you're so you're going uphill, you're trying to prove to everybody that mm -hmm, you're not yeah. a hack, you're trying to prove to all your old coworkers that like you're not a failure, right. that like you left for a reason, you're trying to prove to your parents, you're trying to prove to the world, you're trying to prove to society, you're trying yeah. to prove to the hater, like you're just sitting here like trying to prove yourself, yeah. and now. Thing and this all happened like in the last year. I'm like at a place where I'm like, okay, I finally feel like I've, I don't want to prove myself anymore. Now I can just like be, be and fulfill my dreams and like and believe that I deserve. Yeah, yeah. And you I'm gotta like get worthy up with the of achieving that. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, like well, I'm not yeah. an imposter. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'm better than that guy on the red carpet. Exactly. I'm number one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the work starts, right? When yeah. you really settle into your role, into your like comfort, yeah. into your strength, and then yeah. it's just fun from there on out. Yeah, I will say, I don't. This isn't to plug, but like the artist's way, the book. Plug away, girl. You guys should read it, man. That's helping. I haven't even done my coupon code Damn yet. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and you're plugging. No. Well, the artist way, you know, <laughs> the link is in the bio. We get seven cents per yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. buying it. Yeah, no, no. Let me link you my Amazon. <laughs> tell, link. tell them about the phone. Tell them about the phone. Yeah, for two dollars, guys, go to my TikTok shop. You can get this phone cover. Two dollars, man. Two dollars. That's a really cool phone cover. And fifty cents. Two dollars. Fifty cents goes right in my pocket. Twenty-two. It's such a small price to pay. Right. Get her freaking phone cover, thank yeah. That's a you. dope phone thank cover. You. But wait, what's the artist way? The artist way, it's like a workbook. Um, mm. It's like a 12-step program. It, just, <laughs> it, it really feels yeah. like AA, but it's for uh, artists, whether you're writers, mm. uh, actors, poets, sculptors. Okay. And it helps you... Um, it helps you break free of these like mental blocks mm. that you have and not not even usually aware that you have by asking you... Like you read about it, it asks you questions that you have to like write about it and and... Think about things outside of like, well, why do you think you're an artist like this? Like it yeah. asks you about your childhood. It's like, uh, what did you love to do? Things like that. Yeah. So you start to reconnect with your artist and then believe that like being an artist is okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then it also has this practice called morning pages where like you wake up and the first thing you do is just write freehand stream of consciousness, three pages on a piece of paper and just brain dump everything. Oh, wow. And if you do this every That's day, really good to do. dude, I'm telling you, I've become such a better writer yeah. and I'm writing yeah, more yeah, comedy yeah. and yeah, I'm... Yeah. I'm even making more videos right. just yeah. because I've started doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not even all the way through the book, but it's been a huge component in my career as an artist. And if you like read who else uses it, it's like everyone. Like mm. Scorsese is one of the people. Everyone really? has used this program. I write this on my books to read. You no, know, I'll send you the influencer link for okay. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the affiliate link. Affiliate link, yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually send it, though. That's fine. No, that, that, that exercise <laughs> is really powerful, like writing down just stream of consciousness. Stream of consciousness. Don't judge it. yourself. Yeah. Don't be like, this is the jokes I'm going to write. No, right, just right. like stream of consciousness and don't judge yourself. Don't criticize. Yeah. Like what am yeah. I, I usually start out with like writing like what I have to do that day and then I go random. I've even like written, I'm like, oh, I have to poop. Like I've <laughs> literally written it down. Um, yeah. And uh, just don't judge it, just write just it. Don't judge it, yeah. There's another book that recommended um, that exercise that I came across, but then there's a third book called The Art of War. I mean, the War of the Art. The War of Art. Yeah, it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, so yeah. obviously like the play Sun Tzu. on Sun Tzu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it like, says, trust your enemy. Know your enemy. <laughs> 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 Yeah, <laughs> they're both fire. Yeah, um, fire. But no, that one's a good one too. It's mm -hmm. like really about like just like put your boots, you know, your hat on, your boots, and go to work type of approach to like artistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, just show up every day. That is eighty percent of it right there. Eighty yeah. percent of showing. Write that movie, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go write that movie right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, do, do it. Go do downstairs. It. Tomorrow's shop. stream of consciousness is gonna mm -hmm. be the movie. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be called 
Ream of consciousness. Oh, oh shit! I had a ream. There it is. Hey, I, I was I looking for one, and I found <laughs> it. You did it. I, I did it. And then on that note, uh, let's so, promo. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, Habibi House and Pally Roots are on uh, a collaboration. Um, finally, we, we've been working with them. Shout out to Hussein and Amina. Um, they have an Eliana collaboration coming out. Um, you know, she's doing her thing. She's a really good uh, singer. And she's about to go on tour. She's about to drop an album. So um, use our coupon code Habibi House to get 15% off lifetime. So oh, it's a big discount. Yeah, yeah. So it's a Habibi lifetime? House. That's yeah, cool. Lifetime? That's cool. I think so. Yeah, any, any purchase. Yeah, any purchase that. using that coupon code Habibi House will get you 15% off. And it's usually, dope. like, if you f- you're only getting 10% off in like their newsletter. So this is like an extra 5% off. Oh, extra extra sauce. Sauce. Yeah. Extra sauce. Shout out so, to you. Uh, so this drops in February. Be on the lookout for that. So Pally and Roots is go ahead. Also, make sure to like, subscribe, and comment on this video. Nice. And can you can you tell the people like the what do you got coming up? Like, Wait, real quick before she does. Nothing? I just want to say about Pally Roots. Oh yeah. Because I've been a I'm probably one of their first customers. I I definitely am one of the first. So people. I am the first. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Soldier Boy. I have spent the most money of all of the people. <laughs> I'm the first rapper. I'm the first Arab rapper to wear Pally Roots in a music video. I oh, hell yeah. That's that. awesome. Because what you were saying earlier, like representing ourselves and like bringing out the little symbols, I think we're talking about that in the context of fashion yeah. when it first came yeah. up. But then also just putting ourselves in front of each other people and yeah. our culture out. This to me has always been dope. And Pally Roots was like the first company to do that, to start making cool, like, look at this. It's a bandana. I love that. Like, I wear this like this. That's sick. I'll, I'll tuck it in my pants like a G. Like oh man, badass. not in certain neighborhoods. Is, I've had this for years. <laughs> Yo, what I love that. Playing, bro? Hey, are you playing, bro? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's hey, he's Palestinian, Fairfax yeah. over here. Yeah. <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> what? Um, and then this I've had for years too. It's like their uh, necklace. It's like super long, so I can't. When you wear it, it's super gangster. But then I just wrap it around my hand. That's sick. This kufia is Pali roots. Straight oh yeah, from no, I love them. They're great. Yeah, and then they got they gave us these for, as gifts, which is really nice of them. Can you yeah, show them that one? This is a. Uh, it's their new oh, collection. Cool. So I'm an OG, but this is the new stuff. It looks warm. It is Isn't warm. It? Yeah, yeah. This looks warm. This one's for you, Alta. You. you want the black or white? You get black. You want it? You, you get, get a jacket. <laughs> uh, and we'll get you something too. Oh, cool. Thanks. And you, Mike. Oh, yeah. He's like, where's my All right, cool. Should we? Oh, back right. to what we were saying. Are you performing in LA anytime soon? Yeah, I have a show. Uh, when are you releasing this podcast? Um, two in the weeks. next two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, two weeks from Sunday. Depends on when okay. your show is. So, like, mid February? Sorry. So, we just released one pat this past Sunday. So, not this Sunday, the next one. So, like, week and a half, like, week and three days. Early Feb, mid Feb. Yeah. Early Feb, mid Feb. Okay. Um, I'm going to be on the road in February, but uh, I'll be in like Arkansas, I think. I'm going to go to like Hawaii. I'm going to like a bunch of places, but I'll be back in LA. I'm all over town. I put all my shows um, on reemedon.com slash comedian or uh, in my link in bio. Uh, But yeah, come see me. Come see me live. I mean, like we've been trying to to set that up, right? Yeah. 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 You're going to be at the Laugh Factory and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm going to be, well, I'm going to be at the improv in a few days. I, I have a bunch of local shows in LA in January and like uh, early Feb. I'm going to be in SF uh, for the uh, New York Arab Comedy Fest uh, on the 10th nice. of February at the Palace of Fine Arts. When are you going to be nice. at the, the comedy? Uh, what did you say? So Comedy Store yeah. is this Sunday, Comedy Store La Jolla. And then uh, the improv is going to be next week. And Because um, we can like clip this and like. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. Comedy Store La Jolla would be great Sunday. I'll be yeah. there with Mike Ishak. Okay. Mike from Detroit. Um, oh, yeah. I know. He's huh? hilarious. Yeah. yeah he's a Yemeni comedian. Yeah. He's uh, funny. Have you seen the MTV Cribs thing? 
I love that thing, man. When I first saw it, it came out years ago, right? Yeah, I was yeah. like obsessed with it. MTZ Krabiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I met him. He was like, yeah, I wrote that. I was like, yeah. oh, oh dude, yeah. He told so me, I was funny. like, man, you were part of my childhood. Yeah, literally. It was that and like the Lahma song that yeah. were like my first the forays. Whether it's there or here. The Lahma song, it was like Wasn't a YouTube that by, video. by uh, Go Remy? Maybe. Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't it is. Know. My, uh, that was maybe he wrote that. Those are my first time, oh, yeah, okay, okay. as a kid, <laughs> hearing like Arab comedy. That was it was the Lahma song and the MTV <laughs> yeah, Cribs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey there, Khalayla. Hey there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Khalayla. That's for sure. Go around there. I used to YouTube not love shit, yeah. that comedy, like initially. <laughs> What's because it I was like, like in Baghdad City? Like oh, that. Yeah, <laughs> that one was funny. That one you can't deny. <laughs> and no, and the Lahma song. I still the say the song is a classic. I know all the words. He goes, you're, I know so me too. He goes, you're so pretty. And Should we end the episode yeah. with saying the whole song? I drive an hour <laughs> because Lahma <laughs> gives me power. Chilling, eating shish kebab. I even eat it with my mom. Oh, damn it. That's my job. is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alternate lyrics here. I'm doing the Araqi version with my mom. Right, right, That's funny. But yeah, I'm trying to. I'm going to organize a tour this year. So later this, at some point, maybe in like April or May, I'm gonna try doing like five or 10 cities in America and just running my hour. So uh, I'll post about that. Yeah, I don't know why I haven't done it yet. You I've kind of just- did you, Have you been to Dearborn or Detroit area? I've done some shows in Dearborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they like your comedy? Everybody like my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Big community. I, don't, I can't tell if I do better in front of Arab crowds or white crowds. Because mm. I do different, I That's a good do group. different jokes with yeah. the Arab crowds and more like how oh, relatable, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But then with Americans, I can be like stereotypical. Not stereotypical, but just um, I think it's more shock value. We're saying some people talk about sex because that's shock value, but for me, my shock value is my everyday. Mm. With like you know being who I am so to them, they're like, wow, yeah, what a yeah, unique yeah, perspective. Yeah, yeah. Pat Williams, right. I think yeah, yeah, mentioned yeah. that on the podcast. He was saying that like he Fuck did. Yeah, he Williams, did. man. What? No. Yeah. No, Didn't no. you hear what he said about Gaza? He's yeah. like. Mike, Mike heard it. He was like, um, "Oh yeah, because if, if it okay. were me, if you were to cross me, I would, I would keep. There wouldn't be a single survivor after I'm done with that place." That's well, a really good impression. Yeah, he's pretty. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm, I didn't. I'm hear gonna that part. try my part in comedy too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't hear what he had to say about that, so maybe I won't put yeah, him but, on. But yeah. basically, he had the sentiment that, like, yeah, he did um, way better in front of white white crowds instead of black crowds. Well, it's yeah. interesting. It makes you think yeah. too, you're like, is this because I'm the token? Like, you know, yeah. that's why Are I had to try to... Maybe it's like a, you're judged by your own people more, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I do find that a lot too. That's like I was saying, now I'm trying to think about what content I'm putting out because like I'm over this judgment. Like I don't... Be supportive, yeah. man. Like be supportive like how like, you know, Latino comics support each other. Yeah. Like there's other communities that make it easier mm -hmm. to be an artist and like just because you have jokes about things does not mean that you are insulting things, you know? Yeah, like, we right, need to relax right. because yeah. otherwise you're going to keep artists siloed and then it's just, it's not going to push us forward. Like, let's yeah. push forward as a group. Yeah. That's, I think, no, that's most super important. important. Super important. Oh, yeah. Super let's do it. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. man, this has been awesome. Green. This was so much fun. Yeah. 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 It's Idan, right? Idan, yeah. Re I guess Idan. in Arabic it's Idan. Idan. Right? What's Idan, Idan mean? Two sticks. Two, two sticks, yeah. I used to be like, like two reeds. And my dad's like, no. <laughs> it's two sticks. Yeah, yeah. Two chains and two sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's awesome. Bring me down. Definitely got to have you come back soon. I would love to. Yeah, let me know. After, yeah, I leave like 13 minutes away, so I'm down. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, sick. Marina Dalra. Oh, okay. I told you I sound dumb. Valley girl. Yeah, SNL, baby. Let's go. I'm ready. Man, y'all tripping. Get her on there. Let's go. Hey, next time we have you, you're going to be on SNL. Inshallah. Inshallah. Done with your tour, too. Yeah, I got to set that up. So I'm going to do that after this. I'm going to write a movie and set up a tour. Let's get it. All right. You heard it here first, you guys. There it is. You heard it in Thank you guys for having me. You guys never clap when I clap. I have to.
كوبان كور حبيبي كوبان كور حبيبي هاوس 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 كوبان كور No. You're going to hell. He's going to just got to take his shirt off or cover it, I guess. That's what this is what I'll do. There it is, yeah. Oh, wow. You got more merch. You're like halfway Armenian at this point, man. You got it all. Uh, are we done recording? Yeah, you're done. All right. Thank you, guys. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, comment, follow her, come to the shows. Happy house, baby.